Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like, choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline are you looking to step up to a 4k smart tv one that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution then we've got good news for you because the vizio 65 inch v-series 4k smart tv is now just 348 with all your favorite apps built in you can stream straight out of the box you can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app looking for a smaller or bigger screen vizio offers unbeatable prices on all v-series 4k smart tvs head to walmart.com today and score the 4k tv you've been waiting for Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason and Mike are out. Aaron Torres and Bernie Fratto filling in, and we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Busy night in the NFL. In about 20 minutes, though, we will transition to baseball. Larry Sorensen, friend of Bernie Fratto's, Former Major League All-Star, he will join us to talk about the Blake Snell trade, about um, about uh, the uh, the MLB Baseball Hall of Fame vote, which is coming up here in a few weeks. So Larry Sorenston here in a few minutes. Burn, give us a quick preview of what we can expect from Larry. Well, Larry pitched 10 years in the big leagues. Uh, he was with the Baseball Network for many years, the Detroit Tigers broadcast team, uh, currently doing stuff at Wake Forest. Really has his finger on the pulse, and it was funny because we were texting back and forth when Blake Snell got pulled. You can bring that up. But Larry's got a real feel for how the ex-players, and he can look at he can look at it through a broadcaster's point of view. Is it time for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens to uh, finally be forgiven by the not the society, not not the masses, not society, but the voters? Right. So January twenty sixth, we'll know because the voters in Rob Parker actually votes. And in 20, January 26th, we'll know if some of the polarizing guys like Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and, and Kurt Schilling will have uh, gotten enough votes to get into the Hall of Fame. Fantastic. That is Larry Sorensen joining us about uh, 1120 Eastern, 820 Pacific. But in the meantime, Monday Night Football coming to, frankly, a, a, an end, mercifully to an end. 
Buffalo up 38 to 9. Uh, Josh Allen, a phenomenal night, 320 yards passing, four touchdowns. The Patriots as a team with 200 yards of total offense, 201 yards. I don't want to shortchange them. Bernie, what is the bigger story to you out of tonight? The Bills looking like a legit team that I believe can make a Super Bowl or the Patriots looking like a team that has a big, big, big rebuild on their hands? I think the bigger story is Buffalo. Give Buffalo a lot of credit because – uh, they've now uh, finally, finally, uh, the, the the torch has been passed. Uh, yes. Buffalo went into New England tonight. They were a seven point favorite. Seventy six percent of the tickets here in Las Vegas were on Buffalo. So when you're laying seven on the road on Monday night against Bill Belichick, you know there's been a sea change in the world. After eleven straight divisional titles, playoff appearances, those Super Bowls, you name it, uh, you know their legacy secure in New England. And I, but I don't think people are going to shed a lot of tears. They Folks have had it with the Patriots. Not everybody, but a lot. But give top credit to the Buffalo Bills and Brian Dable and Sean McDermott. And to me, it's incredible how Josh Allen, coming out of Wyoming, he had a cannon arm and he had the measurables. I wasn't so sure how well he'd do in this league. And he's this meteoric rise. I mean, he threw for 320 yards and four touchdowns tonight. I mean, Compare that to Jared Stidham and Cam Newton. They combined for 78 yards. Buffalo did whatever they want, whenever they wanted. They had 30 first downs, over 465 total yards. Josh Allen, 30 of 40, averaging almost nine yards per pass. These are unheard of statistics. So we have, I think, in Buffalo, a legitimate team that can finish the job. We'll have to see how they do. Uh, in prime time, but I think they are a big story, Aaron, because there were a lot of folks that still predicted. Go back to week three or four when New England looked like they might compete. A lot of folks said, well, you got to knock out the champ, and Bill Belichick's the champ, and I just don't see Buffalo doing it. I wasn't one of the people that said that, but that was somewhat of a narrative out there. So big story in Buffalo. Could happen to a greater bunch. They've been to the Super Bowl four times, and, you know, I don't think they get enough credit for doing that, but be that as it may, they never won. And, you know, they went up against two Dallas Cowboy teams that had, you know, they were loaded with Hall of Famers. They lost to a great Washington Redskins team uh, coached by Joe Gibbs. They always ran into great teams and, and a very tough New York Giants team. And had Scott Norwood made that field goal, who knows what conversation we'd be having now. But Buffalo is a real story. Just look at where they were two years ago and look where they're at now. 100%. And I think the thing that stands out to me um, – you know, you want to be trending in the right direction going into the playoffs, and obviously, um, you know, it, it it isn't a be all end all, right? We've seen teams lose late in the season and still have success, but I mean, when you talk about Buffalo, they've won seven of their last eight. The only loss that they had in that stretch was the Hale Murray play, which was basically, right? yeah, the final play of the game. So they could very well be on an eight-game winning streak, and the game has just gone final, by the way. Matt Barkley takes a knee. Buffalo beats New England 38-9. to But when I look at Buffalo, Bernie, the thing that really impresses me um, – is that they can beat you in so many different ways, and I think obviously, look, we all look at, um, you know, we all look at, you know, who is you. You mentioned, you know, you, you got to knock the guy off the top of the tower uh, to claim your throne, and obviously, New England has been that in the AFC East, but right now in the AFC, that's Kansas City. And you look at who can actually go into Kansas City, potentially have to go score for score with Patrick Mahomes. I think the Buffalo Bills can. How about this, Bernie? Six of their last seven games, they have put up at least 30 points, including tonight. I I think we focus so much on the defense and this and that. I don't think people realize just how high-powered this offense has become over the second half of the season. Well, it is a high-powered offense, but let's give a wink and a nod to their defense as well, too. They had three more sacks tonight. They don't commit penalties. They don't turn the ball over. Zero turnovers tonight. Three penalties tonight for a total of 27 yards. It's nothing. They dominated time of possession. They had the ball for 36 minutes tonight, or actually 37 minutes. And you're not going to lose games. They, they they held New England to like 200 yards, total yards. They average almost seven yards per play. These are real numbers. These are daunting numbers. And when you consider the fact that Buffalo's defense is better than advertised, look, it took that Hill Murray play, and it was an incredibly athletic play by Kyle Murray to roll to his left, throw it up, 
And uh, the receiver high-pointed the ball. It was brilliant. It was a highlight film thing. But everybody forgets the throw that Josh Allen made to take yep. the lead before that in the corner of the end zone. In the National Football League, they call it throwing the receiver open. I'm told this guy threw the ball like 86 yards in the combine. But he's now got touch. And I've always said, Aaron, quarterback is a position you play with your eyes. You receive the ball. You make mental snapshots. You make your read progressions. And then you have to execute. And Josh Allen has been able to do those things. You're able to you, – you watch him as he prosecutes that offense, and he's not predictable. He spreads it out. He'll throw it to five, six, seven different receivers. He can throw the deep ball. He's got touch. Uh, he'll hang there in the pocket. He'll make decisions on that first touchdown they had. They had it – well, it wasn't a touchdown. It was a long run. They ran a read-only option, and he took the ball. He's fast, too. And more, more than anything else, he makes great decisions. So he's got all the physical ability – but he makes great decisions as well. The thing is, is that he's only in his second year, and to do it this quickly and to have this, to, you know, who knows what his ceiling is, and, of course, you know, he'll have his rough times too, but the point of the matter is to have this kind of meteoric progression from one year to the next is fairly unheard of. Yeah, and if uh, listen, anybody listening to our show here, this, of course, is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason and Mike are out. I am Aaron Torres. He is Bernie Fratto. Anybody listening to this show has kind of a general understanding of what goes on in the NFL, but if you follow your team, if, you, if you're focused on not necessarily the Buffalo Bills, I think the stats would blow people away. I mean, this guy, the first couple years, it was run game, it was defense. He has thrown for over 4,000 yards. He's almost eight per, or almost eight yards per completion this season, now up to 34 touchdowns and nine interceptions. So you just talk about a guy that continues to get better week in and week out. Uh, it is unbelievable what he has done in a short time in the NFL. Uh, very quickly, Bernie, uh, as I mentioned a minute ago, we are going to have Larry Sorenston, former MLB All-Star, joining us uh, in the next segment. And so really briefly, as you mentioned, uh, we are about two weeks away from unve the unveiling of the MLB Hall of Fame, obviously. January 26th. Yes, so we're, you know, whatever, a little, uh, I guess exactly a month away. I mean to split hairs here. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Two, two and a half weeks. Listen, let's be honest. We're in a pandemic. Every day feels the same. But um, where do you stand on just the Baseball Hall of Fame? I mean, we have a situation where we know the names that have been left out year after year after year after year after year. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, et cetera. Uh, and we'll talk to Larry about this momentarily. But where do you stand on these guys getting an opportunity to be enshrined in Cooperstown? Well, first of all, in terms of the overall class, it's a bit of a weak class of newcomers. It's kind of a hall of the very good that you've got on the ballot, guys like Tim Hudson and Mark Burley and Aramis Ramirez and Torrey Hunter. But be that as it may, still the elephant in the room will always continue to be Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. At this point, I've made peace with the fact that the steroid era was a standalone era, and when Bonds stood at the plate, he was probably facing a guy who might have been juiced and the catcher calling the slider on the black might have been juice, and the center fielder chasing, chasing the ball down in the alley might have been on PEDs as well. We just don't know. And the bottom line is they put up these numbers. They basically saved the game after the 94 strike, starting with McGuire and Sosa. And after all this time, I would be willing to let bygones be bygones, and I do think they belong in the Hall of Fame. They belong in Cooperstown. Let's not try to pretend this entire era didn't happen. Okay, that's nonsense. But the voters are the ones who will decide. And they've spoken. And my moles are telling me it's not changing. Both Bonds and Clemens need to get to the 70% range to have a real shot in 2022 because they're running out of time. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Then the other guy, Kurt Schilling, who's a very polarizing individual, he's been climbing up the charts. Three years ago, he only got 45% of the vote. Two years ago, up to 51, then 60. Last year, he had 70. And so you don't have a lot of ballot crowding this year, and he's up against a weak class of newcomers. I get the feeling Schilling will get the nod, and he'll be in the Hall of Fame. I'm hoping Bonds and Clemens get in. I don't think they're going to. Yeah, all I'll say is, is you know, I came up right when Bonds was really hitting his prime, and, you know, this was a guy that won three league MVPs before 1993. Uh, no one knows for sure when he started, but if you saw pictures of him in Pittsburgh, uh, 
I don't, I don't even think he was eating his Wheaties, let alone taking anything uh, illegal. Uh, skinny guy, but one of the most gifted players that I've ever seen. Probably the most gifted baseball player that I've ever seen. Uh, and I agree with you on Roger Clemens as well. Is I just think it's time. These guys were some of the best to ever do it at their position. And not only were the guys potentially uh, that they were facing potentially on steroids, but I would also add that on top of that, there are guys now that are in the Hall of Fame from that era that we are not sure about uh, as well. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, they've, they've often joked about that. If they really only put good guys in the Hall of Fame, there'd be about three guys in the Hall, right? Yep. So all of a sudden we become so sanctimonious. I'm even to the point now, I don't want to go down this road tonight, or we could. I'd like to see Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame because at this point, Aaron, I don't think it serves any fruitful purpose anymore to keep Pete out when he could be an ambassador for the game, especially in light of the fact that baseball will now benefit immensely from Paspa being overturned in May of 2018, and baseball will benefit immensely from legalized gambling. So there's a little bit, I think, of a hypocrisy there. You agree with that. I agree with that. We will see if Larry Sorenston, an MLB All-Star, 10-year MLB vet and current broadcaster of the Tigers, agrees with that when he joins us. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Bernie Fratto, and Aaron Torres. In for the guys, this is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey, guys. Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew 
can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason and Mike are out. Aaron Torres and Bernie Fratto filling in. Of course, make sure you follow Bernie on Twitter, at Bernie Fratto. I am at Aaron underscore Torres. We will get back to the NFL Monday Night Football momentarily. But joining us now, former 10-year MLB vet, former MLB All-Star. He's worked all over the place for the Tigers, Major League Baseball Network, on and on and on. Larry Sorenston is on the phone. Larry, how you doing? I'm outstanding tonight. How are you guys doing? I am fantastic, Larry. And it's amazing because, you know, Bernie Fratto, this guy can see into the future because he booked you, I think, on Sunday morning. Uh, and then su- <laughs> Sunday night, Blake Snell gets traded. And the rumors that I heard from my baseball sources were when Blake Snell got pulled from Game 6 of the World Series, more than any of the five Tampa Bay Rays fans that exist, Bernie Fratto was madder than anybody. Is that true? He was throwing his remote Bernie- when Blake Snell got, got pulled? Bernie was very hot, and he and he said right after that to me that uh, this might be what makes him leave the race. There you go, Bernie Fratto. Well, we did trade some funny texts, and Larry, we looked at each other, and I, I mean, you look at that Dodger bench; they were doing the happy dance. They had about enough of Blake that night. He was dealing. So no question, they didn't want anything more to do with him, and uh, he was throwing outstanding. But you know. The old saying, Bernie, you you go with the girl that you brought to the dance, and the Rays got to where they got by using the formula that they used. Well, that that's all true. You live by the sword, die by the sword, I guess. Larry, you know a thing or two about dealing. In fact, in the 1978 All-Star Game, you retired nine guys in a row, many of them Hall of Famers. So what's your reaction? I think you're uniquely qualified to comment on this because January 26th, we'll know what the new 2021 uh, Hall of Fame classes, but from your perspective as a competitor and an athlete, you face a guy who might be on PEDs. Not only is it possible he's taking money out of your pocket, but can you forgive that when it comes to Hall of Fame consideration? I think that the game has changed so much. The lines have moved so much. The goalposts have moved around so much that I think we have to take a different look at it. People that are voting these days are not as familiar with what people did 25, 30 years ago, or whenever the case may be. And so I think that it's become a much blurrier situation than it ever used to be. You start talking about what players are doing to gain advantages these days, and the rules have changed. Larry Sorenston, former MLB vet, MLB All-Star in 1978, as Bernie Fratto just alluded to. Uh, we can get back to the uh, the Hall of Fame in a second. got to ask you, who was the toughest guy that you ever faced in the box? <laughs> Several dozen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you could narrow it down to like less than half a dozen, who would you have? <laughs> you know, Jim Rice is the guy that, that always comes to mind for me, and he had, I think, four home runs off me, but he hit over 400. He always did damage, and I just always had a hard time getting him out. Uh, Fred Lynn hit the most home runs off me, so those Boston teams in the late 70s were very, very good. Uh, Dwight Evans on that team, Yaz, and uh, it was hard. Ripken gave me a hard time. Molitor, Yonk gave me a hard time. George Brett would be in the top three or four. So, But my favorite story, Larry, is in 88 when your career was winding down and you faced official uh, – well, you Larry went to – played at the University of Michigan and he faced a, a fellow Michigander, Barry Larkin. you got to tell that story, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Barry went to Michigan considerably after I did, uh, but we were playing in Cincinnati. I was wrapping up with Montreal. And I was the fifth starter, so they decided to use me out of the bullpen on opening day and um, faced Barry uh, Barry Larkin and went out that evening to the riverboat across across the river and ran into him. And I said, hey, Barry, nice to see you. You know, I'm a Michigan guy. 
Re- really good to see you. And and he said, oh, nice to meet you. Uh, you live down here in the area. What are you doing these days? And I said, well, I got you out today. <laughs> I said, I always get such a kick out of that story. I got you out today, Barry. Real quickly, uh, Larry. <laughs> Uh, back to business. Uh, listen, it's one thing whether or not I agree with you. The landscape has changed. Bonds, Clemens, uh, and we have some perspective now about the quote-unquote steroid era. Here's the real question. It's all up to the voters. If you're a betting man, do Bonds and Clemens get in, and do they get their name called the 26th? If I'm a betting man, no, they don't get in. Do I think they should be in? Yes. I saw Clemens in college and thought he was going to be a Hall of Fame pitcher. Uh, saw watched Bonds for a long time early in his career and said, this guy's a Hall of Fame player. And, yes, steroids have some effects. Do, did they make Bonds' balls go 50 feet further than what he would have hit them? Who knows? You know, how do they affect other players that use them but maybe didn't hit the home run? Do I think they should be in? Yes. Do I think they will? No. Larry Sorenston, former MLB All-Star, 10-year MLB vet, former Tigers broadcaster, as well as MLB Network, is joining us kind of in that same vein. You know, Bernie and I kind of talked about it very briefly before you came on. Uh, where do you stand on Pete Rose, uh, Larry? And I would add, obviously, the not only the landscape of society has changed, but also the landscape of our kind of views on sports betting specifically uh, with all the new laws that are in place. Where do you stand on Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame? Man, that's the, that's about the toughest question you can ask because it's it's posted in every single locker room. Do not gamble on baseball as soon as you walk in. Do I think that he ever did anything that would interfere with his team winning a game? No. And do I think that he's got more hits than anybody in baseball? He does. So yes, he should go in too. Larry, I want to circle back to sort of what led off this discussion. I, well, first of all. First of all, I'd also like to say I'm glad Ted Simmons is going in because I got traded for him. So <laughs> That's right. For those of you who don't know, who don't know Larry, Larry played for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals one year and the Milwaukee Brewers the year before that, and that he was traded as part of a six-man trade, including Sixto Lescano and a few other guys. And in 82, the St. Louis Cardinals played the Milwaukee Brewers, Larry's two formal teams. And every time I ask you, the answer is the same, Larry. Have they sent you your World Series share yet? Still waiting. Still waiting. <laughs> Back to but the it, top. It was Raleigh, Raleigh Fingers, Ted Simmons, and Pete Vukovic in that deal. So there were two Hall of Famers. So I was glad to see Simba make it. Back to analytics. Look, you come from an era, you logged 280 innings in 78. You get your team into the seventh inning, seventh inning you eat up innings. Look, I get analytics. I honestly, I do. I played, I played the game a little bit, and all I'm saying is this: is that I think it's a, it's a guideline, not an inflexible anchor. And I think the Tampa Bay Rays prove that. I mean, some of the guys today, how could they? How could Whitey Herzog or Billy Martin even manage today? And these were successful men who employed some of the same methods. They just didn't live and die by it. But it's just, a, and I played for Whitey, who used to do with magic markers and a ruler and pieces of paper what two guys with two computers do today. But Got it. uh, it's, it's just different. It's just different. And if you're going to base everything on that and follow that formula, I think you've got to stick to it. I also think that letting results dictate the decision, whether it was worthy or not, isn't really valid. Because you, you don't know the result if they'd have left him in and he'd have given up a, a home run or two. And that might have happened just as easily. So, yeah, they lost the game afterwards, but he made the decision based on what he'd been doing all season long. Last one, Larry, we'll let you go. And, of course, Larry Sorensen, former MLB All-Star, 10-year MLB vet, joining us. Uh, Larry, what what did you just make of the Blake Snell trade in general? I mean, obviously the San Diego Padres, they go get Manny Machado last offseason. Uh, a couple years ago, excuse me, they bring up Fernando Tatis. He's kind of this breakout star, first MLB postseason run in forever this year. And now you add a former Cy Young Award winner uh, to what is already a potent lineup and pitching staff. Well, I think the Padres and the White Sox in the American League have, have done some amazing things that are going to be really exciting teams to watch. The Padres uh, getting some depth. They've got a great farm system, too. They've got some prospects that they still have a lot of confidence in. So they're absolutely a club to keep your eye on and a big, big offseason for them so far. 
Larry Sorensen, ten-year Larry Sorensen, excuse me, ten-year MLB vet, MLB All-Star, joined us, of course, to talk Blake Snell and, of course, the upcoming MLB Baseball Hall of Fame voting process. Larry, on behalf of Bernie, we genuinely appreciate your time, my man. Always a pleasure. Call me anytime, guys. Well, thanks, Larry. That was Larry Sorenston, former MLB All-Star, uh, an All-Star in his own right. How about that for a tease and a throw? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. The fellas are out. Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire, the Bash Brothers, filling in. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, that We are not actually Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire, much to America's disappointment. He is Bernie Fratto. I am Aaron Torres. Bernie, of course, is on every Saturday night, 11 p.m. Pacific, straight out of Vegas. I am on before him at 8 p.m. Pacific with Arnie Spanier. Follow Bernie on Twitter, at Bernie Fratto, uh, and I am at Aaron underscore Torres. And as Brian Fenley just told you, not a great night to be Bill Belichick. Uh, Patriots just get embarrassed, 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 embarrassed. Final score, 38-9 to as New England falls to 6-9 and on the season. Bernie, before we got to Larry Sorensen, we, we spent a ton of time talking about the Bills, the legitimacy of them as an absolute Super Bowl contender. Let's turn the attention to the, the Patriots because where right. do you go from here? You're six and nine. You're clearly trending in the wrong division. You might have two or tr- the wrong direction. You might have two playoff teams out of your division. And I think this might be a bigger rebuild than a lot of people thought it might be. Where do they go from here? I don't know. Home, dinner, maybe a show. <laughs> I just, look here. It, it, this was insult to injury, and boy, how the mighty have fallen and they fall hard after. The Buffalo Bills had basically been Tom Brady's and Bill Belichick's personal punching bag for 20 years. And they just get demolished in front of God and everybody 38-9 to on Monday Night Football at home in Gillette Stadium. And i got to believe this is the most embarrassing night ever for the hoodie uh, you know, in the Boston, New England area. Because, first of all, as I just said, they lose by 30 points. Then he watched his special teams get suckered on a fake punt. And I understand he got mad and fired the telephone into the wall because he got bad advice on a challenge from one of his assistant coaches, somebody named Ernie Adams. Then his defense looked like a Swiss cheese defense tonight. They hadn't been that bad all year, but tonight they couldn't stop a parade. And then he sticks Cam Newton in to start the second half after poor Cam just couldn't get anything going. And at that point, it's almost like he didn't care. So I don't know what the situation is there. I think Bill... Belichick really loves Cam Newton, but I also think he realizes he can't win with him. I mean, and, and you know what? Dreams die hard in the New England area. If you've ever spent any time there, Aaron, in Boston or the greater area, whether it's the Red Sox or the Celtics, certainly now the New England Patriots, nothing lasts forever. And I think, you know, friendships and, and, and love affairs die hard as well. I think Bill would like to keep Cam, but he knows he can't. Terry, uh, back in the day, Terry Francona, he loved Dustin Pedroia. And he was hitting 220, and they kept putting Dustin Pedroia in the lineup. And sometimes guys fall in love with guys. You never really thought that Belichick could do something like that. But he's got a real problem. He's got a real problem. They have to go find a quarterback next year. I was going to ask you. Well, and I was going to ask you, uh, one, you're 1,000% right. You need a new quarterback. You are so plugged into Detroit. Do you believe that Matthew Stafford, as the Lions go through another rebuild with another GM, another head coach, do you believe Matt Stafford could be a possibility there? Well, I think if the group think Echo Chamber fan base ran the team, yes. But we don't know what's going to happen when the new management team comes in. They're in the process of interviewing team presidents, general managers. They've interviewed about eight. When they get that done, then they'll look to hiring a head coach. And then they're going to have to have a meeting, put their heads together, make a rock pile, and see if they can get the Lions to move forward after 60 years. I don't know. Matt, look. There's a love affair with Matt Stafford in Detroit because he gives him the best chance to go seven and nine every year. <laughs> and Matt Stafford is a good guy, and 
Coincidentally, he went to Highland Park High School in Dallas, which is the same high school that Bobby Lane went to, which is the same, uh, which is the quarterback who was the quarterback in Detroit when they last won a championship in 1957. Stafford's tried. It hasn't worked. It never works. And now he's truly broken down. And the guy gives an effort. And I think he does have some market value. I don't know if Stafford's a Belichick's guy. I can see Belichick reaching back and taking a run at Jimmy Garoppolo, but Jimmy Jimmy G can't seem to stay healthy. Sure. So I don't know what they do. I don't know how much more Bill Belichick wants to coach. He's crowding 70 years old. This isn't the way anybody saw it to end, okay? And I, I think he'll get – I think the New England Patriots will get a hall pass next this year. And by the way, Belichick's got a job for life. Robert Kraft would never do anything. But look, he was – I understand the press conference tonight. He was downright petulant, which is saying something for him. He wouldn't even ask questions about answer questions about Cam Newton uh, last week in, in in Miami. So he has a difficult situation. They have a great fan base who really really support the team. They really care about the team, and he's the one who allowed Brady to take a hike. They didn't want to pay him. Yep. And we're now seeing. Look, Brady was essentially the same team last year. I don't care about the opt-outs. They filled in some decent, capable defensive guys, and Brady doesn't play defense. Brady threw 24 touchdown passes and had eight interceptions last year. They had 12 wins. How are they doing this year without him? Brady goes to Tampa Bay, the first player in history in Tampa Bay to throw for 36 touchdowns, the old record 35. They hadn't been to the playoffs in 13 years. It mattered. And when that divorce happened and Belichick thought he could move on without him, they're now seeing the residue of that. So, they need to repair this thing, and frankly, I don't know how they're going to do it. No, and it's so fascinating because, as you said, Bill Belichick, 68 years old, um, and you know the Patriots are going to have a, a good pick. I don't think he wants to go the rookie quarterback route. I don't think he wants to go complete rebuild, start from scratch, and so you're going to get uh, you're going to get a a bite at the apple here, but it's going to be a bruised apple, whether it is Sam Darnold if the Jets move off him, whether it is Matthew Stafford, whether it is Carson Wentz, whether it is Dwayne Haskins maybe uh, as an alternative. And, you know, I I think they should be better next year. In theory, right, they should be better because you're going to get some guys back on defense. You're going to get a good draft pick. The flip side is Belichick doesn't draft well, and I think it's also fair to say the Bills aren't going anywhere. I don't know if they're going to be better than this year because they're really good, but the Bills aren't going anywhere, and the Dolphins with a full year of Tua, if you believe in Tua, should be better too as well, you know? Well, first of all, when I really think about it, it wouldn't be Belichick style to reach for a Stafford who's clearly playing the back nine. He did that this year with Newton. He tried to get whatever what he sure. could out of Cam Newton. Here's what he got tonight. Newton was 5 of 10 for 34 yards and a 57% or 57 quarterback rating. And he's throwing five touchdown passes in 15 games. And he still continues to start him because he has no other options. The last time a quarterback had these kind of bad statistics in New England, you got to go back to 1993 and a guy by the name of Scott Seculis. I'm sure they remember that name in New England and there's Scott Seculis posters everywhere. But that was a long time ago. How, so, how long ago was he there? 1993, Scott okay. Seculis. Because I, I grew up in New England. 1990, I don't remember any Scott Seculis. That's the point I'm trying to How about make. Scott Zolak? I do remember Scott Zolak. Maybe they can find another Scott. I don't know what they need to do. It's also not Belichick style to trade draft picks for aging veterans who've never won anything. You realize Matt Stafford's 8-55 and in his career versus teams that are finished above 500. He's never won a playoff game. As a matter of fact, he's been to a couple of playoffs. But And, and, and look, I'm not going to bash Stafford. I can hold two thoughts concurrently. I want to maintain my objectivity. Matt Stafford's been good for Detroit, and he's done the best he can. But I got to tell you, since 2009, when he started out of the gate and beat, um, uh, he, he won the job week one as a raw rookie, as the number one draft pick. Coincidentally, wink, wink, nod, nod, Trevor. We'll get to our Trevor Lawrence stuff later. They were excited to get him out of Georgia. And he starts week one, and he hurts his shoulder, breaks his shoulder, and he misses most of 2009, 2010. They called him a China doll. That wasn't really fair because he came back and had some pretty darn good years. But between 2009 and 2020, Couple of playoff appearances, zero playoff wins. Aaron, if you're a franchise quarterback, can't you elevate the franchise one time? Mm-hmm. People haven't seen these games. They don't see the things he does in the third quarter when he'll roll right, force a throw across his body in the middle of traffic, and, it, and it'll be picked. And everybody complains about that touchdown catch with Des Bryant, Dallas Cowboys, back in, I think it was 2015, whenever. But everybody forgets the Lions got the ball back with four minutes to go, and Stafford didn't do anything. 
So you can't have it both ways. And as Rob Parker likes to say, it's a short menu in sports. You either win or you lose, and Stafford's done everything but win. See, I thought you were going to say, as Rob Parker likes to say, it's Stat Padford, not Matt Stafford. Well, and that, and there's some, and you know what? There's some truth to that sure. because the Lions, for so many of those years, they are behind, and Matt Stafford has accumulated a lot of his gaudy statistics: yards, passing, touchdown passes, etc. When they're behind and they're trying to climb back in, and they're down three touchdowns, and teams are in prevent defenses, funneling things against the middle of the field, and he padded his stats again. Stafford is a major league quarterback. He's going to get Hall of Fame votes. He did everything but win. And the fact of the matter is you you make your bones. You're judged on what you do in the postseason. It's just as simple as that. Look what Josh Allen's doing. And look what other players have done when they've come out since Stafford has been drafted. Matt Ryan was about the same time one year before. At least they got to one Super Bowl. And they've won some playoff games. Again, Matt Stafford doesn't play the game by himself, but over the years, if you could see the little thing, kind of like what Baker Mayfield did Saturday. He'll roll right, he'll be sloppy with ball security, and someone will slap the ball out of his hands. He'll fumble a snap. He'll throw a pass into traffic. He'll kill a drive. Pick your poison, and then he'll thread the needle perfectly with Calvin Johnson down the middle for a 60-yard pass, and the Lion fans go crazy. Detroit's the best sports town in the world. They support you. They love you. They're provincial about their sports teams. They're just... They haven't really held Stafford to the fire until now, and I can't imagine that Belichick would want him. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason and Mike are out. He is Bernie Fratto. I am Aaron Torres. More reaction to Week 16. Patriots get annihilated by the uh, Buffalo Bills, 38-9, the final score on Monday Night Football. But as I said, more reaction, Monday Night Football. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. He's Bernie Fratto. I'm Aaron Torres, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply the national sales event is on at your toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4 available with all wheel drive. Your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails and with plenty of passenger and cargo space plus available tech like wireless charging. You and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, taking some time off this week. Very deserved. I am Aaron Torres. He is Bernie Fratto. We're filling in for the guys. Make sure to follow Bernie on Twitter, at Bernie Fratto. A lot of good conversation coming in about your Matt Stafford commentary from the last segment, Bernie. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, at Aaron underscore Torres. And for people who aren't familiar with us, I host from 8 to 11 Pacific, the Saturday night uh, late night show. And then Bernie follows me with Straight Out of Vegas at 11 p.m. Pacific time every Saturday to get you ready for your NFL Sunday. And Bernie, you were telling me during the break there were some pretty quirky uh, betting things over the weekend in Vegas this weekend, right? You know, uh, 2020 is like a movie script not to be believed. And it's it, it is spilled over into the world of betting two weeks ago. The Cincinnati Bengals uh, were a decided underdog on the money line, and they won. You talked about that game earlier when they beat Pittsburgh. And the Jets were a money line huge uh, underdog when they got off the schneid and won their game as well. And a $100 parlay paid $8,300. Now, the odds of... Well, typically, let me let me back up. There's a really good trend in Vegas that whenever a two teams or a team is a 14-point underdog and they went out right, the following week they're typically giddy and happy that they won and they don't cover about 66% of the time. And if they are also a seven-point seven or more underdog the next week, they don't cover about 90% of the time. Well, right out of the gate, Cincinnati comes back week two and wins the second game in a row so did the Jets, and if you money line parlayed the Jets in Cincinnati last week, lightning has struck twice. So hundred dollars paid, twelve hundred dollars. This is the Bengals' first road win in two years, and when you consider the long probability of what I just told you happening—a fourteen-point underdog and a seventeen-point underdog both winning outright, then coming back the next week as underdogs of more than seven points, both winning outright—the odds are fairly astronomical. That is so twenty twenty; it's almost not to be believed. It reminds me, I don't know, did you ever see the movie Magnolia with Tom Cruise? Great movie. It came out about 20 years ago. Classic movie. So I'm, Arnie makes fun of me. I'm not a big movie guy, but go well, ahead. In the mid, I bet you a lot of people have because that movie got a lot of critical acclaim. They even had a 20th anniversary thing. But in the beginning, there's allegedly a true story told by the great Ricky Jay, God rest his soul, one of the great magicians, about a man who leapt off a roof and in his fall, he was struck by a fatal shotgun blast as he passed through a window in the midst of his fall. Now, we know he was trying to commit suicide because he left a suicide mode note. But in the midst of his fall, he was shot by a shotgun as he passed through a window before landing in a net that would have saved his life. In addition, the gun was, the gun was fired by his mother, and she was aiming at his father and missed. Ironically, she didn't even know the shotgun was loaded. She fired the weapon to scare him, but the son had loaded it some weeks earlier, hoping one of his parents would shoot the other because all they did was fight. All of this is allegedly true and on record. That reminds me of 2020. That reminds me of those Jets-Cincy bets. 
Well, it's funny you mentioned the Jets because we, uh, over the next few hours, will, of course, talk about the Jets. We'll talk about their situation now uh, as they're on a two-game winning streak, but they cost themselves Trevor Lawrence. And one conversation that's popping up, could Urban Meyer be Trevor Lawrence's head coach with the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2021. So much to get into. He's Bernie Fratto. I'm Aaron Torres. We're filling in for the guys, Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. They're out this week. Bernie Fratto, Aaron Torres in for him. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply 